Hello, everybody. Welcome to 2019, and we are going to be reading the New Testament in one year. Yes, uh, we're following a Navigator's reading plan. Um, and so as we go through Mark, especially for those of you that are part of uh, All Nations Community Church, uh, you've gone through Mark. Lots of parts of lots Mark. Lots of it. So we're not going to go quite deep into each specific part, but I was thinking uh, we'll look at just some of the things that stand out to Hannah and I, uh, and also some of the ways that they connect together. So we start with uh, Mark, who is writing to a diverse, uh, yeah, pretty diverse audience, and he's presenting evidence for why he uh, considers Jesus the Son of God. And especially that uh, Jesus being the victorious king. Um, you know, a lot of people at that time, their idea of God or a ruler was this very powerful you know, Roman Caesar type thing. And Jesus at first doesn't seem that way, but Mark's argument is that, oh, he actually really is. Right, and uh, we... We will see that throughout this book. And so from the beginning, we see... The beginning of the gospel, um, Mm -hmm. which, right, the gospel means good news. I love that he's like, the beginning of the good news. Like, if I'm going to tell you the good news, this is where it starts. And it starts with um, this prophecy of John the Baptist coming to Mm -hmm. prepare the way of the Lord, which is Jesus. And we just jump right into John the Baptist and jump right into the baptism of Jesus. Right, and he's baptizing uh, about repentance, but then he baptizes about Jesus. And one of the things that's important here is that he's saying that Jesus is, I'm baptizing you with water, but Jesus is going to baptize you with the Holy Spirit, this power that is beyond what they pre- they saw. Mm-hmm. So and Jesus comes and... He is baptized, and uh, we see this beautiful image uh, where the heavens are being torn open, um, and the Spirit descends on him like a dove. Right, and so even Jesus, um, though God, right, he leaves as, an, as a picture of what it means to be reunited with God with God, receives the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, twist, right, verse 12, uh, the Spirit drives him into the wilderness for to him tempted. to get tempted. Right. Um, and then uh, we just keep going, right? right. Uh, uh, the action never stops in Mark. He just go, go, go. Right. And uh, John is a, John the Baptist is arrested, and that's when Jesus first starts to proclaim the gospel, the good news of God, saying, the time is fulfilled, the kingdom of God is at hand. Um, repent, and this is pretty much what God has been saying the entire Old Testament. It is just being fulfilled and really being embodied by Jesus. And I think this is important that it is when John is arrested because he was preaching about repentance and waiting for the Messiah to come, and now that time of repentance is over, and it is going to lead into action, mm-hmm. uh, which is why we have the calling of the disciples. Uh, we have our famous Peter and Andrew, and then we have James and John. Sons of Zebedee. And then immediately Jesus starts his ministry, and he uh, goes. So the first thing he does actually isn't healing. It's mm-hmm. he enters the synagogue and begins to teach, um, and teach with authority. Right, and that's this is what he wants to do. And so demons uh, are going to distract from his teaching. Right, and so uh, Jesus actually heals a demon-possessed man, and everyone starts flipping out. But the thing that we see right here is they're flipping out because of the healing and not the teaching. Although they do say, what is this, a new teaching, you know, with authority? Um, But the fame you see very quickly becomes about Jesus healing, right? Verse 33, the whole city was gathered together at the door, right? Um, uh, He actually has so many people coming after him, he has to do something called early morning prayer. 
once. <laughs> <laughs> At least once. At least once, right? Uh, so there's all these people, they're coming for healing. And so verse 35, he goes out uh, in order to pray, in order to re-commune with God the Father. And um, we see this last miracle where he heals an unclean man, a leper. Uh, and uh, he ends up also telling everyone about Jesus and pe more people start looking for Jesus. But even before that, in verse 38, uh, one of the reasons that he does go out, he then tells his disciples, let us go to the next towns that I may preach there also, for that is why I came out. And I think this whole thing is is, is setting up Jesus. What is Jesus' real ministry, right? Is he there to heal physical illnesses, to cast out demons? Yes, in part, but he's also there to teach about what the kingdom of God really is. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this idea of what is this king victory, uh, we often see it in a military sense, we see it in a physical sense, but we see it in such a short-sighted sense mm -hmm. that what good is it if God saves us from our discomforts if it's just into if it's just damnation. temporary yeah we're just into damnation um that the real power of jesus that mark is going to get to is not just your cancer is gone right but that your sin is forgiven and you are now in the kingdom of righteousness we're so sorry for the cacao it's from jason's desktop have a great happy new year we're super excited to look at mark with you Bye bye